Welcome back to the Off the Rails podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Graham, and uh, we missed a week last week, but we are going to get back on track this week. We're going to get back on the rails, I guess, and then we'll go off of them again. But uh, make sure you guys are sharing the podcast with uh, Off the Rails podcast, hashtag OTR podcast, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube is where you can watch it. If you're listening on Anchor or you're listening on Spotify, if you want to see our faces and it, you might not want to. We don't know. But uh, if you do, you can come watch it on YouTube uh, and, and watch there. Uh, we've got a good one today. Uh, we got a special guest with us from down in Caldwell, uh, Mr. Kyle Huck. Uh, and we're going to let him introduce himself. Kyle, tell us a little bit about what you do, who you are, and uh, what you're all about. Well, thanks for having me on, Caleb. Really appreciate it. Appreciate uh, thinking of me having me up. But So I'm Kyle Huck. And I own uh, Wings Etc. in Caldwell Marietta, uh, Apex Gaming and Esports in Caldwell. Um, and my wife and I currently uh, are in the process. Actually, April 1st, I believe, is going to be our transition date, um, taking over the pharmacies in Caldwell, Braid Med, and Gillespie's Drugs. So okay. stay busy and have a lot going on. You're right, right. And, and what was... Uh how did you get started with uh, your entrepreneurship, with owning these businesses? Or did you even start with that? Did you start somewhere else? Did you kind of grow into it or, or how'd that work? So for me, um, I, I grew up in family business. My, my family had King's Furniture in Beverly for a long time. And uh, it just kind of was natural to go into business and I just kind of always enjoyed it. And being an entrepreneur is really one thing I just kind of always like, you know, I always wanted to do. Um, so, you know, my wife and I, you know, we always wanted to take over her family business and the pharmacy that was kind of always in the, uh, the cards. She's a fourth generation pharmacist, okay. which is really neat. And so, you know, that was, that was always natural and step number one. And then for me, the next venture that I did was wings. Mm. And I just, you know, I just thought one thing for the community to grow was we needed to expand. We needed to have more, needed to have another, you know, another restaurant, another place to eat. And so then, I, you know, I started looking into that and um, found Wings and thought, you know, hey, this is a franchise. I can, you know, do a couple of them or, you know, maybe more. Still mm -hmm. thinking about possibly doing more. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. And uh, so found that and crazy thing there. I had never even worked in the restaurant business. Really? No. And so it's a franchise. It is a franchise. And, um, and okay. Yeah. So we, so the way that works is we bought the franchise and then it's really awesome cause they're an incredible franchise support wise. Um, but we, you know, we own our franchises, mm -hmm. they're ours and, uh, we get help from what we call corporate. And like I said, they're a, they're an incredible company. So just, love those guys out there to pieces. They work so hard to make us be able to do what we do. Yeah. And what made you choose wings instead of something else? So I looked at a lot of different franchises and I thought that their footprint would do well in our area. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we didn't have, um, in Marietta, there wasn't a, you know, a sports bar, uh, you know, there's all kinds of them out there, you know, obviously B does, but wings and rings and, you know, all kinds of different places. And I just, when I saw it, I thought it would, I thought it would do good. Then I looked at the menu. I was like, well, they have a big menu. Yeah, they I do. went out and <laughs> tried it. And then I went the, the, for me, the, the big thing was when I met, corporate when i met the guys 
you know, uh, Rob Hensman and Eric Cezanne. I met these guys that do it. And I'm like, these guys are awesome. They are good guys. And uh, it's just fun, you know, to work with them and know them and, and have them backing us up. And they do an incredible job, you know, growing the franchise and, and everything. And, and for me, that was the, one of the big things was meeting them and thinking, you know, this is a, this is a good fit for us and, and our family. And, um, you know, my, my brother, Chad and his wife, Missy, who are business partners in wings and, you know, they went out to then and met him and, um, it just really fit for us. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. That's cool. And, um, you know, on the wings topic still, uh, what are, I, I love the, like I've been there a few times whenever I can get down to Caldwell or Shenandoah, that's my stop. I'm like, let's get off the interstate, go up here. Love the wings. Um, oh, what I love. There's a certain flavor I love. It's, it's like Carolina gold. I think, do you have a Carolina gold? Yeah. I think that's my yeah, favorite. The there. honey mustard. Yeah. And, yeah. um, but just diverse. I mean, the menu, there's just so many different options. I feel like they're adding stuff a lot too. Are they always they do, adding different things, trying different things? They have, they always, every month we have an LTO, limited time offer. Um, they bring something out uh, new, like usually it's a, there's a new appetizer or a new food, new burger or whatever. Um, the real neat thing is sometimes if they're huge hits, sometimes they'll make an appearance on the menu long term. And then sometimes they'll take them back away again for a little bit and then, you know, bring them back. But just to kind of change it up and mm -hmm. just you like know. the McRib. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Bring it back. So, builds hype. And then, yeah. yeah, a lot of franchise, a lot of franchises do that, you know, just to, so it's not the same thing all the time. Right. Right. Cause I feel like a lot of places, um, you know, you'll see it at Taco Bell and, and a lot of these just really like large places, but you'll see McRib's back or, or, Hey, we're bringing back this, this quesadilla with whatever right. in it. And it's, it's, it's not that, it, you know, you didn't even think about it until they brought it back again. It's, it, I think it's that hype for the customer that's like, you know, some people think, well, I wish they always had the McRib, but then four or five months down the line, you're not, you know, you're like, I don't, right. I'm not getting another McRib, but then they bring it back and you're like, oh, great. I'm getting haven't a McRib. I haven't had it. Yeah. yeah. I had it for seven or eight months. <laughs> so I think the big, the big thing with, with, with bringing foods in and out and especially popular items is, is it builds that hype. It's not staying stale. The menu is not just the same thing. And, and it, it does make a lot of sense to have, if you have successful items to, to bring them back and not just keep them on the menu the entire time because it, it's yeah. fresh in people's minds. And they keep the staples, you know, generally stay right. and, and that, but you're never going to take the wings off the menu is no, what you're saying. No, <laughs> <laughs> no way. So, but we, I tell you, it's been a, been a journey. So five and a half years, Marietta has been open and now Caldwell has been open for uh, three years and a couple months. So it's, I just, wow. It's just, and, it's crazy. And you went to Fort Fry. Is that correct? Fort, Fort Fry, Fry alone? Fort Fry grad. Oh, two Marietta college grad. Oh, seven. Um, my degrees in business management and accounting. And so that's actually my profession. I entrepreneur. I mean, I, I run the businesses, but I do accounting work. That's what I uh, do okay. for my businesses. That's kind of my day to day job. Um, keeps me busy. Right. Oh, I can't imagine. So you have what four ish, four businesses total. Is that, or is it three? It's a little, the... so I've technically, I mean, two different wings and they're technically two different companies. Right. And yeah. then, um, Braden Men Gillespie's is one company. Uh, yeah, that's what and I like. And yeah. Apex is actually under their umbrella. It's in the same oh, building. Oh, right. So it's, te it's technically under the umbrella of Braden Med. Um, and then I have some real estate companies. Right. And so speaking of Apex, 
we've got some similarities, I yes, think, we do. With, <laughs> with that stuff. Um, so it, Apex is esports. Esports. What what sparked that interest? My little brother, Taryn. Yeah, yeah, Taryn. So he he came to me one day, and when he was actually just got out of college, and you know young and energetic and he says uh hey i went out to saw this really cool place and when he was out on some college science thing and he says i saw this like internet cafe type place and they had computers and playstation had all kinds of different things in there you could go in there and and play games whatever mm -hmm. and and then with the growing esports uh it's you it's know, getting bigger oh it's it's crazy yeah. it, um, I have to I have to look up the stat, but I know like the League of Legends World Championships beat the Super Bowl in really? numbers. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Super. I think they were only like six million or something yeah, like that this it, year. It was. It just blows them out of the water. Yeah. And so it's just it's just crazy now. And but with the esports stuff going on, and you know, we thought, hey, we'll put in a esports arena, and people can come in and game. You mm -hmm. know, play. Uh, you know, whatever they want and you know we put in a, a higher speed internet fiber and which is really neat because around here you know a lot of people out in the country <laughs> really struggle with internet i mean i know i even live in town and sometimes i struggle yeah and and that that was part of our reasoning for moving into cambridge was internet you know spectrums around here it's not gigabit or fiber yet but it's getting there right uh, i keep getting mail for 900 megabit download and i'm like well we do a lot of uploads so right so you know that's still set at the same 10 to 15 range so i would love to get some fiber in here at some point we'll see but uh yeah that was part of our move i was gonna i was thinking about buysville originally um because we do a lot with meadowbrook that was our it's where i went to school that's my home school and and we do a lot with them so i was like buysville would be cool then uh you know i work out over at this gym over here right like right across the street and uh he doug hartley i don't know if you know him i haven't met him uh he owns a couple different businesses he actually so starfire Okay. Uh, he his family owned Starfire, and then they sold to Bell Stores, and so he's doing roofing, he's doing CrossFit, he's doing. Uh, oh, they have rental properties. So he's busy. <laughs> he he's a busy guy too, and so you know, one day I was like, I need somewhere to be because started uh you know i started having all these cameras start having all mm -hmm. this stuff and just sitting in my room at home and i'm like I, I can't live here yeah. <laughs> so so i got with him i was like you got anything for rent like you know around here and he's like right there you know and he showed me a few places but this was like the perfect spot you know i didn't need little you know i didn't need office rooms i didn't need more than just two or three rooms like we have high ceilings we can put in you know bigger backdrops for photos bigger backdrops for video and so he showed us this place first i was like this is it like well he we looked at other ones but after that i was like the first place was pretty nice so yeah it, it's it's just the perfect spot for it we've got parking we're, we're close to i mean we are downtown i guess yeah. but, <laughs> but we you know instead of being up here We've got parking, you can drive in, you can stay a little bit, you don't have to street park. It's it's a good gig. So <laughs> I when I pulled in, I was like, Oh, this is this is perfect. Yeah. And uh, you know, right across well, in the same building we've got Healthies, um Shake Place. I think they have one down in Caldwell mm -hmm. too. But uh oh, excuse me. But um, you know, our editor his girlfriend works over there so it's all just fun and games we're all hanging out um and then yeah we're we're excited i mean we're excited to be here and and uh we actually got to partner with you guys apex yes. with some of the uh, sports stuff this this past 
a little bit of fall, a little bit of, well, all of basketball season. But yeah, yeah, tell us a little bit about how you guys got into the (laughs) sports scene. Well, that was... So I coach football mm-hmm. at Fort Fry, and I remember sitting in the fall coaches meeting and with all the fall sport coaches, and the administration is telling us, you know, hey, we're really hoping to begin the season. OHSA thinks we're going to play. You know, they're talking to the governor. But it sounds like we're not going to get more than 10, 15, maybe 20% capacity. So then, of course, my wheels just start spinning. Okay, this is not good. This is a problem. People aren't going to be able to watch our guys play or girls play in volleyball. You know, this is – and it's not going to go away in basketball. We know, you know, a little bit of foresight there. And so, you know, I basically sat the rest of the meeting trying to, like, okay, how are we going to stream this? You know, because we stream in Apex. We stream games, you know, eSports and stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, we know how to do it, but how can we get this – to the schools. And then of course, one of my big things was how can we make money for the schools? Because mm-hmm. they're going to be missing all of their gate. Yeah. They're, if, you, if you have, I mean, you think about that. If you have a thousand people go to a football game times five tickets, that's a $5,000 gate. Right. If you cut that to 25%, you, 20%. And you got to, you got to pay your refs. You got to pay yeah. people to be at the gate. I mean, there's so much overhead too. It'd be nice just to cover that cost, you know, right. with, with, with some of the streaming stuff. So, you know, I started thinking, okay, well, easy way would be what some schools do. And there's nothing wrong with any avenue that any school chose. Everybody was scrambling to get things done. Oh, so it, it, it was like, what, two weeks? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. it was a matter of, we didn't even know if the season was going to happen, yeah. let alone figure everything out. And that's why, I, you know, I was like, okay, well, we need to jump in and help as many schools as we can. And so that's why, I mean, it was, yeah, just the whole thing yeah. is crazy, but... So anyway, so we jumped in and, you know, I started thinking, okay, there's, there's so many different avenues. You could just do a iPad or a phone and Facebook live it easy done. Um, problem is that doesn't make any revenue back for the school. There's no advertising involved. There's no, you know, and, and you actually have a product there, right? The, the live streaming of the game. I mean, radio it does a great job, you know, uh, Chris Worf, WJ, you know, those guys, Chris Worf, he's fantastic. I've, I love listening to him on the radio, but they have a product and they, they sell to advertisers. You know, we advertise mm-hmm. with them and the streaming can be the same thing. You know, yeah. the radio has a, an audience and, you know, they have their thing, but streaming can also have an audience. And I think you you're going to reach an a different audience as well. I think well. it'll be a different one too. Yeah. It's going to be a, a little bit of a younger right people generation that otherwise that. probably wouldn't have a radio sitting around the house or right. you know they've got their phone with them so they're right. like oh I can go to YouTube yeah, you I can, can go yeah watch it and so then you know and I'm thinking okay but that that's great so you can stream it you know and then of course our first iteration was because we do Twitch you yeah know, for Apex yep. so our first iteration was well, we'll just put it on Twitch. And then I found you guys and was like, hey, Caleb's doing it. <laughs> and then so I reached out to you and was like, hey, let's partner up instead of buying multiple right. platforms. You know, it makes it's cheaper too, yeah. a lot cheaper. Yeah, so. let's, let's jump in with you and do that. So then we in the fall, you know, we finally transitioned over to, to getting on your platform, which in turn makes your platform better. It grows, yes. Yeah, because you have more teams mm-hmm. and stuff, which is awesome. The platform you have going and. So just, I mean, it just all worked, but, you know, having a platform like that, having the, you know, of course we put out a product. It's not just a Facebook and an iPad. We, we, you know, we have broadcasters hired, we have a camera person, we have 
um, a actual the poor producer, Taren, I mean, <laughs> Bricker and TJ and Taryn and were my main producers for our three schools. Those guys work hard. Yeah. And I mean, running the stream, running all the ads, getting instant replays in, all the different things that we try to do. Right. Um, they work hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I and and we're we're starting to get well. Starting is it? We did, but but uh, our people. I've got them. I mean, for for football, we were just kind of throwing it together. Yeah. They were running scoreboard. They yes. were running ads and doing a camera. <laughs> and so we're starting to learn, uh, like with especially with with how the tournaments have been going um, recently. I've got uh, you know we have the two camera angles now. Uh, that's why we had to take a break and cut to, cause I didn't have everything set up because that's what we're using to switch angles at, at games. But uh, it's a lot easier when I can sit there and do score yes, and do ads and then not have to move a camera back and forth down the court. Yes. <laughs> so, so we're learning that side, but uh, you know, it, it, there's a lot you can do with it. It's just, you know, is, is the investment worth it? How much time are you, are you putting into this? And, um, how are you going to make your money back? Right. Well, and then, and then, well, and then, like I said, for, for fall, trying to make money for the schools and, mm -hmm. and winter and not charge the schools for this surface service, but get it, try to get it paid for by advertisers and, or possibly ticket sales. Right. But every school, as far as that, and I don't, I don't know if I should go into the whole ticket sale thing, but it's such a hot button issue with guys like us yeah. because personally, I think it should be a ticket, a ticketed item. I agree. Um, I will, you know, back that up. I think, and and the schools that have decided to make it free and just pay for the service, kudos to them for doing that. Yeah. Um, and eating the cost and not passing it on to the fans that would be going to the game and buying a ticket. I know there's a. I feel bad for the fans though because they want to go to the game and watch right. it. And, and to them, the consolation prize of watching it on a stream while we're trying to do a good thing and help and get it out there. And like I said, raise money for the schools as well. It's still such a consolation prize to the fans that it's like a tough pill to swallow. And then they're like, oh, man, I got to pay for it, too. And right. I'm not even at the game. It's a it's a bummer. But the big thing is we now have this going and it can go forward. And it, it, yeah. you can have this option. I'm working till eight o'clock. I can't get off work, but they don't care if I have it on my phone in mm -hmm. the back and I can slip back there and watch some of, you know, some of the game, my nephew or, you know, whoever, or my niece's basketball game for me, my kids are young, but I have, I have a senior niece that played basketball for Fort Fry and I have a nephew in every grade from fresh or from senior to freshman. Really? <laughs> so I love to watch them, but I can't get to every game, Yeah, you know, and but now with this streaming, though, uh, so many even of the away games, you know, we couldn't go for even if we wanted to this year. But for us to be able to pull it up and watch it is awesome. And it can be every game. And it could be every game. Instead of just the big game or, right. oh, there's a few games here that are good. I think with the ticketed option, you know, you can definitely supplement those costs and, and make every game possible. Well, to, to me, the, the future of and it. long term. Yeah. <laughs> the future of it is the schools aren't going to pay to have that done. No. So you're either, you're either going to watch a Facebook live version on an iPad, on an iPad, which I watched several of those. Not great. They're, they're you're glad to blurry. have it, you know, but exactly but. glad to have it and glad to be able to tune in. But if I could watch a KGP 
production or like an Apex production, right. you know, we're streaming with 1080p cameras. And you know, P, you know, physical people, you've got to you got you got to pay announcers, you got to pay right. your cameramen, you got to pay for gear, equipment. Not even to mention software. You right. know, the software side is is what gets you because people don't really see it. But right. it's a yearly cost. I mean, it's the, it's year the over box, year. Cat, all the different things yeah. that you use, um, and of course, then your your OBS, your operation right. software. You know, you got to have something there um, to run the stream. So there's there's a lot that goes into it. But you know, to to move on to where it could go next year is to me the schools instead of you know quote unquote raising money for the schools. I think what's going to happen is the school's going to say in the future, I, the schools will say, hey, you know what? 10 people are going to watch this stream or 20 people are going to watch this stream that would have come and bought a ticket, mm -hmm. but they decided to stay home. And the schools aren't going to be willing to let us stream and take their ticket revenue. Right. They're going to say, okay, you guys can stream our seasons, but if you want to be our streaming company, you pay us X amount of dollars. Yeah. And then... We so on top of our equipment and our people and everything we have to do, we are probably going to reimburse lost ticket sales that we are recovering from the school. So to me, the model in the future is going to be a you buy a ticket to watch and then we have advertisers, which is like regular TV, like yeah. Hulu, like Netflix. You buy a subscription or it could also be, um, well, there's a couple angles for for the ticketed price, but yeah. um, you know, but but that's what you do every day with TV. They have advertisers that pay for a, a portion of what you would be paying to watch. Yeah. If there were no advertisers, your TV costs would be astronomical. Right. But with the advertisers, they keep the price down. You pay eighty dollars a month, or a hundred dollars, or thirty dollars, or your Netflix subscription of fifteen dollars, or whatever, you know, and then you have your ads and, and whatever. Um, but with, with what, you know, with where we're going, we're, we're, you know, we're really looking at the same type of, of setup. It's like a movie ticket. Yeah. You, you buy a ticket, you go into the movie, you see the, the ads before the movie mm -hmm. and then you watch your movie. Right. So, and I think, I think the mindset is at least right now, since it's all new is, well, you know, I, as a, a sponsor should pay for it, but really a sponsor is paying to be in front of your eyes, not to pay for your ticket. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, I will similar. tell you, it's the reason we changed for basketball. So for football, the, I cannot say enough about local businesses. The businesses stepped up in such a huge way during a pandemic, during a pandemic <laughs> to bring streaming to people that couldn't go to the games. Right. So, if if you watch a stream that the apex or can't, that we do look at the businesses on our ticker and go thank them yeah. please they i can't even tell you how they have stepped up it's amazing it it i i have chills right now just talking about how the businesses stepped up so we we raised almost i think it was just under 5 grand for Caldwell mm. in the fall and we raised seven, it was just over $7,000 for Fort Fry. And the reason they were more was because they had two or three more home volleyball games. And then they had four home playoff games. Okay. So, yeah. and yeah. Caldwell had one home playoff game. So the difference there right. on the, the revenue. 
But anyways, where I'm going with that is it was not sustainable to continue to send those businesses <laughs> the bills we sent them. Yeah. They were going to have to say no. It's a, it's a one, yeah, it's a one year and, thing where it's like, okay, like, yeah, the, you know, we understand where we're at. We understand people can't go to the game. We're willing to bite that cost. But every year ugh, that, right. that gets a little expensive. And, and that's why in the winter you saw some of us change and shift gears. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, we talked with the schools, you know, we all had discussions and we lowered the price. And then some of the schools said, hey, okay, we'll make up the price by charging. Some of the schools said, hey, you know what? We'll keep it free and we'll pay the difference. Um, so I don't fault, like I said, any school for doing anything. Right. It was, the fact that they even had anything is above and beyond. Right. Right. And they actually, and to all the superintendents, <laughs> I think they've done a great job. All yeah. of our local administrations and superintendents navigating through this, I pray for them every day. I, you know, I know as a business owner, there's no right we or have wrong. our own, right. you know, I have my own stuff I'm navigating. Um, and for them, like, I just, wow. I, I every yeah. day, the, the decisions, the problems, the, it is trying times for everybody, physically, mentally, emotionally, everything. So, um, that's, I mean, but that's just where it is. It, it's going to have to be, you buy a ticket, you watch the game. And now I, I did, you know, there are talks, uh, you know, some schools sell, um, uh, season passes, right? So you have a season pass to go to every, you know, Shenandoah game, Caldwell game, Fort Fry game, that season pass could include the, the yeah, ticket the price. Yeah, the live streams, yeah. But the reason for that is because the school can take into account into their fee to us, you know, for streaming, for buying the rights to stream it to school. Well, I got so many season passes, they can watch your product too. It actually makes my season pass better yeah. for those fans. So, you know, um, maybe they'll sell more season passes that way because mm -hmm. now I can watch every game, whether I'm there or whether I'm away. And I don't have to worry about buying it every time. Right. You know, it's just makes, I, yeah. it makes more sense. So I think there's some tie-ins. I think you're going to see some really innovative solutions to the issues. The big thing is we all need to get together and talk and figure it out. And yeah. Get all the schools on the same page so that, fans and viewers can see a consistency right with it and i think that's been the biggest issue has been this one's free this one's paid this one's somewhere in between whatever it is and i don't think the fans for each school you know for a meadowbrook or for a fort fry i don't think they have a problem buying a ticket i think what you see is people have a problem with the inconsistency. Yeah, with, well, this one's free. Why is this one not? Or And mm -hmm. and one thing, actually, I was going to mention to you is on, on those ticket on that sheet I gave you, the one game you did the best on was Warren, um, yes. Fort Fry and Warren. And the only thing I could really see, and I haven't looked through all of the ticket sales yet. It's a, it's a lot. But the one thing I did notice is that Warren also charges to watch the game. Yes. So I, I think because I bought a ticket to watch my niece play there. Yeah. And so I think nope. what we saw was Warren fans were willing to pay for a ticket because they also were being charged to watch a game. And so I think you see, a, you know, if there is this unification and we say, OK, we're going to do A or we're going to do B, maybe something in the middle. It's a hybrid thing. We don't know yet. We're still throwing everything together. But I think that's what you're going to see is people are going to be like, okay, that makes sense. You know, it's, I don't feel, un, 
you know, unjustly treated here. I, I'm glad, you know, I'm supporting the school in this way or whatever it is. But well, that's the, really what it's going to come down to. The big thing is your ticket price. And, and that what well, the scenario I'm saying, your ticket price doesn't go to us. Right. We're capturing your ticket price and giving it back to the school. And that's what uh, that was another thing we saw with football. And now people understand. But, you know, people were th thinking, well, Caleb's getting all that money. Why? And I was like, no, 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 I'm not. And so that was that was something we had to clarify and should have been clarified before. But yeah. uh, for the most part. I mean, there were almost no contracts. It was just, can you stream it? Can you do it? Yes, yes. We could, yeah. Yeah. And so it was so thrown we'll together. But uh, that was something I really started stressing to people was, you're not paying us. You're supporting us. You're really helping us out. But you're also paying the school. You know, you're, you're getting these athletic programs funds to help pay for refs, right. funds to help pay for, for people to take tickets, funds for people to do parking. You're, you're helping support that system. Yes. And it has to be the athletic departments can't function on a zero budget. Right. They're actually, do you, do you know how much a football helmet costs? They're several hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you have to get, they have a generally a four or five six-year lifespan so you buy four you, you buy 10 new helmets 10 new helmets 10 new helmets 10 new helmets every year that's it's yeah. a lot of money you got two two to three thousand dollars in helmets every single year and now some of the new helmets are getting up into four or five hundred dollars some of the right. new ones with the they've got lineman helmets safety. now and yeah. all that kind of stuff and athletics is you know very expensive for yeah. the schools and how do you pay for it ticket price Right. Yeah. And something we, we found that, well, we, we, we kind of got explained to us was with the tournament specifically, if you're going to go b watch a tournament basketball game or watch a, a football tournament game, your ticket, most of that money goes to the OHSAA. Correct. If you buy a stream, that money is now going to the school. Right. And so that's something I was like, that makes a lot, you know, that's. And I'm sure they'll figure something but out with that. we pay OHSAA to be right. able to stream. And we pay to walk. Yeah, we yeah. pay the OHSAA to do that. But um, the schools are making more money off their stream tickets than they probably are off of their individual ticket sales. Now, yeah, granted, there's 600 people at some of these games. Yeah, they generally but, only get for, you know, for a presale ticket at a school, they usually get somewhere between like a dollar to two dollars right. out of a 10, 10 or eight dollar ticket. So they're not getting you know, very much. But if they sell, you know, 500 tickets and they're getting a dollar is $500. Yeah. But if they sell a stream and they have a hundred viewers at $8, they're getting $800. Yeah. Well, and then minus the, yeah. the fee of the platform, but um, still more than a which doesn't ticket. go to us. It goes yeah. to, <laughs> right. you got to pay the platform to have it. That's the software fee that we talk about. It's, it's the most worry-free platform I've ever used. And they, it, it's worth the, the percentage. Yeah. I, I would tell you that it. because you say, can you refund this? It's done in a day. Right. Hey, for our first game of the season that we did with them was John Glenn Meadowbrook rained out, uh, sold a hundred tickets. Oh, what do we do now? And I, you know, I messaged, oh, they're all refunded already. They were refunded before the game was played that Saturday. <laughs> and so people were, you know, they were like, this is, they were starting to learn this isn't a bad platform. You know, mm -hmm. uh, if, if something happens, if the stream doesn't occur, I'm going to get my money back. I'm not just, you know, I'm not going to have to wait around for, for weeks to get my money back. Even at that point, um, they've got, you know, built in support. So, you know, we're out streaming games. We don't have all the time in the world to sit there and be like, well, if you want to get it on your TV, you got to do this and that. Yeah. But uh, if, if they reach out, there's a BoxCast support button when you buy the ticket. 
they'll they'll do their best to guide you through it. And so the platform alone is is invaluable to to how this service works. Well, it's it's much better. You know, we were in in football season, we were it's kind of funny what we did is for the regular season is we were like, you know what, we're going to try Twitch and we're going to try YouTube and put one school on each and we're going to see how it goes and which one's better because we were kind of like, let's go, let's go one or let's go the other. And then we were like, you know what, what if we don't like, you know, and then we don't know. Like, so we kind of split. And then, like I said, by the time playoffs rolled around and, you know, I kind of met you and we started mm -hmm. talking a little bit. I was like, let's do, let's do that. It's been much nicer to have that platform and, and, and also have one place where I can say, People, you know, where are your games? KGP, right? KGP, same website every time. Yeah, you know, it same. helps. It helps grandma and grandpa if, if they if they aren't too internet savvy, they can come in, just click here, click there, and, and they're good to go. Right. But yeah, that's the. Uh, I think that's the that one of the the perks of using that platform is is you're getting people to your website too. You know, it's not just right. a. Now it's still your Facebook page, it's still your YouTube page, but you're funneling people to a proprietary site where you don't have to worry about copywritten music being played in the background that can't, that was something we had trouble with on uh, like YouTube, for example, was they'd start playing songs to get the, you know, on for football season, they'd be playing songs and then, Oh, our streams down. Why? Well, Warner brothers, you know, they mm -hmm. said, well, that's our song. It is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Whereas with, with Boxcast. Yeah, there's some copyright stuff there, but it's your stream, it's your proprietary platform. You're not gonna get in trouble for that kind of stuff and they're not gonna just take your stream down for no reason. Um, I think another thing, and this would be something I experienced, but I'm, I'm sure you guys did as well, was uh, with the platform, to get up and streaming is a single stream key every time. Yes. You don't have to type in, Meadowbrook versus this at the beginning of every, it's just hit go and it's there. And right. it's a lot, I think it's a lot easier uh, and, and a lot more scalable uh, as far as just being able to say, hey, here's your equipment, go. And then you hit the, the Fort Fry button or you hit the Meadowbrook button and it's there. You know, they don't have to know, um, you know, what's the, what YouTube are we on? Especially when you're doing more than one stream. Um, it can get confusing. So you can stream multiple videos to YouTube or multiple videos to Facebook. But um, when we tried doing that, even last year, we had a few going on. Um, I, I'd have people call like, well, I was watching the Meadowbrook game and then it just cut to Buckeye Trail randomly. And I'm like, that's a stream key issue, you know, because it would when you would hit live, unless you specified beforehand, um, hey, we're going to need another secondary stream key for this stream. It would just push it live to whatever, you know, your main stream key was. And so with this platform, I think it's just so much simpler. You, you build your stream keys before the season. And then when you go and put games in, you just hit Fort Fry stream key, Caldwell stream key. Right. And, it, and it's, it simplifies everything in a business where if you're going to scale this up and make it something that's sustainable, that's how simple it has to be. Yeah. Well, we... As you know, and thank you for working with us <laughs> because Caleb was on it. He was always, well, and thank you. Caleb put a lot of work in for us setting up all of the, the, the thumbnails, sites, the, thumbnails stuff, the, yeah. the Caldwell, the uh, Morgan, the Fort Fry mm -hmm. for us, and then all of them you had to do, but setting up all the games and just the, the actual pages too. I mean, right. giving us the pages to use and then, of course, giving us the stream keys. But, you know, we mostly... If we had to pull a third computer, we did, but we mostly had two computers that we ran around to or three 
streaming sites. And depending on what crew went where was what computer went right. where. And we had the stream keys on there, but sometimes they would forget <laughs> to change them. And we would go live and Kayla would call us and say, hey, we're not getting anything. <laughs> we would go, oh, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I, I figured out I could see which keys were live at different times. So I'd go look and I'd see, ah, it's Caldwell streams live, but it's a Fort Fry game. <laughs> so, and you know, before games, I'm always on there looking and making sure we're all good. So it, it works out to where I'm not just sitting here like, is Fort Fry lot? Yeah, but I'll be at a game and I'll pull up Metabro and be like, ah, oh, it's. It's six fifty. I wonder. I wonder if, if they're if live. They, and usually by that time, you guys w- would typically be live. So I'd be like, I had you guys on the right stream key, but it, it it was it's painless. It really yeah. is. I mean, it's nothing. You know, and and in a normal year, and this is what I was trying to stress to some of my guys was, in a normal year, I could be in Europe. You know, and I can I can schedule all these games if they have the equipment or whatever it is, you know, it's not something you have to physically be around to manage. Um, where, whereas, you know, if you were going to do the YouTube and do this, you could still do it on the road. But, uh, you know, with what I do, I do a lot with like music, we'll do weddings. So I could be any, you know, I could, Traveling or- I could be anywhere and it's starting to pick up more, which I'm like, eh, it's not a bad thing, but you know, not being here as much. Um, it's, it's easy to go and say, okay, here's my six or seven schools for football season. They've got games week three, four, five, whatever it is. Schedule those, and in a, you know most years you're not going to have cancellations nearly as much. Um, so you can schedule those out, and then all you really have to do is say, hey, here's your box or here's your computer setup. They can keep it if they have to. Just make sure you're here week three, here week five, and they can go to games, hit the button, and it's live. It's very simple versus, you know, before it'd have to be, well, and if you weren't around, okay, click this, call them, click this, you know, check here, check there, and now it's just one button in your life. This way is very easy. The other way, um, it was very stressful during football season to be a coach and also try to be running these streams. Yeah. And thankfully, Taryn and uh, Bricker, especially during football season, were the two that really did every Friday night. And they knew they knew what they were doing and I could always rely on them. But it still made me nervous. I'd be down on the field pregame and I'd, I'd whip out the phone and I'd be like, OK, are we on? OK, yep, they're on. OK. And then I'd go to the other one, go to YouTube and I'd be like, OK, yeah, they're on. Right. And I just worried, you know, what issues were we going to get into? And uh, yeah. And I think. You know, and it always comes back to that we did it in two weeks thing. But we did. but I think the amount of uh, just catch up everyone had to play, both schools, you know, the us, the people that are putting the stream on, and the consumer that has to now learn. Now I've never done this in my life. How do I pull up a stream? It was a lot, and and the first few weeks of football season, I mean. I, I do photos for Meadowbrook and, and Shannon, or not Shannon, Meadowbrook and Buckeye Trail too. So I'd be sitting there taking photos and my phone, oh, my phone, it would buzz from about 6.30 to about 7.30, just calls and just people wondering how to do this, how to do that. I don't mind taking them, but you know, right when you're at game time, that's when it gets like crazy and you're, you're got all this pregame going on to where now, almost all of all of those calls i don't i have maybe one maybe one or two or a facebook message that's hey how do you do this and so i think the consumer too is learning 
how to use the platform and it's right. it, it's helping out a ton um just catch up game basically i did want to mention too caleb we'll be with the fort fry boys one on a huge win over tusky valley in the districts and they'll be wednesday night at eight and i got confirmation that we'll be allowed to be there awesome that. awesome so good and where's that where's that played at that one's at southeastern is that chillicothe still yeah. okay yeah that's where meadowbrook plays thursday yeah so we're yeah. we're doing that everyone's doing that one avc we are i think warren has their t1 sports as i think, we'll I think be there the people too. that do it i think i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do but <clears throat> yeah it's getting crazy i i think between the the fort fry game and the meadowbrook game we're gonna see some some big numbers i think so <laughs> you know we hit what almost 700 on the malvern game the last one we That's did crazy that, live you know and then anything after that you know it's up at three thousand whatever it is even some of those girls games that we had were at 500 viewers and and those are records i mean yeah. those are records being set every new game um yeah. especially through through the tournament season so i think people are starting to figure it out that four fry girls oh. highland game wow oh. so and yeah highland went on to win the next one by 30 did they yeah and and we yeah we were I think we were at Malvern. I think that's where we were that game. But I kept checking in. I was looking at, at your guys' stream, and I was like, let's see how they're doing the first time. It was like halftime. I was like, they're tied. I said, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're tied up, guys. And I, I'd write it down. They'd say, Fort Fry and, and Highland are tied. You know? And so down the line, too, and this is something I would love to implement, is if all these streams are on the same platform, you can set it up to where at halftime of Five your game, hey, yep. let's check in on Fort Fry. Or, and yeah. even I considered doing it, and it would have been so much work for, for some of these games um, that are coming up. So we'll have like maybe like a DTA or like Wagon Wheel. Some of the places are going to show the game. Um, like for Wagon Wheel, for example, I take one of my laptops down there because I want to make sure it works because they kind of know what they're doing and and, and their internet's not great so to make sure you have the right resolution set and all that stuff um i don't know we have chrome remote desktop on like everything and so if they text me they're like it's lagging i can go in and see and fix it immediately from wherever i'm at and and so we'll do that but i consider doing like angling the 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 laptop because they set it up real high so they can plug it into their projector and angling that camera down and then sending like Hey, let's let's see how the crowd at Wagon Wheel is walking. You know how they'll do for like the Super Bowl, and they'll say we're gonna check in on you know hometown of Tom Brady. Yeah, and they do, and they have like a gymnasium it, full of people or whatever. It's possible. I mean, it's it's there. It's just how much effort do I do I put in versus do I focus on the game and make sure we've got our sideline camera and all that stuff right. too. That but, last football game where you brought the sideline uh, camera down for four fries. That was fun. That was awesome. Yeah, I went back and watched that stream. That was awesome. That was an awesome stream. Well, and and Taryn, he was the one running it, right? Yes. You, you guys, yeah, you did the replay from yeah. it and everything. He, yeah, he was and, the one replay from the sideline cam. And it's a lot easier to do that with with football because it's a play. Hit, yeah. Where I wanted to do replay from the sideline camera for basketball, but to have it recording constantly and and doing all that, a lot of overhead, yeah. a lot of work. We, barely get replays in high school basketball there's right. not a lot of time to run no. them. and Taryn does a pretty good job getting some some of the big plays in and he'll save he'll save a big play from earlier and then run it but we are I mean we're a little bit limited we're not ABC right. or NBC you know we're not yeah. these huge we don't have budgets ESPN, that are <laughs> no and and we don't have teams of people we were you know 
especially Taryn and I, you're definitely a little bit more of a professional than we are. We're really new to it this year. And, you know, we're just trying to figure stuff out as we go. Mostly yeah. we're like, Hey, let's, I wonder if we can do replay, you know, and right. like, well, let's YouTube it and <laughs> start looking it up and yep. figuring it out. And that's about the extent of my professional knowledge is YouTube. And, uh, you know, I started with, I, I would make like Madden mobile videos, like on YouTube. I was like, ah, oh, as a you know, high school kid, I'm like, this is fun. And then slowly I was like, ah, I'm going to stream some stuff. And then eventually I was like, it'd be cool to stream some basketball games or some football game. You couldn't yeah. do football. There were some people that did, but you could, you weren't allowed to until this right. year. Um, so we would always, we would go and stream like basketball games or whatever it was. And uh, then this year they were like, we got to stream stuff. I'm like, I know how to do that. Like, <laughs> Here we go. Let's I do can it. do that. So yeah, that, it was, it was all thrown together very quickly. I don't think, I don't think now that it's here and now that people have done it, I don't think they're going to take it away. Right. I that, think what will happen. And the reason, if you go read the old rules in OHSAA, a lot of what they said was they wanted to protect, especially on football, which is why you could do basketball and mm -hmm. different sports. But football was the one that they always reserved. You can't ever live yeah. play it. It always had to be delayed. And because they didn't want to take away the school's ticket money. Right. And I, that's why I think in the future, what they're going to say is that's up to the individual school if they want to allow it and how much they want to charge to allow it. My concern there is that the schools keep it reasonable and, right. you know, not think that it's going to be a huge, huge moneymaker. But I think the way they need to look at that is potential lost tickets. How much are we going to bring back? Yeah. Yep. And, and then yeah. the sack, how much of a cost are they willing to let go to have it out there? Right. Right. And it's really good publicity for your kids. It is. Um, and even if you think about it from other schools' perspectives, they can buy a ticket and have free scouting. You know, they can, they're paying for scout film, basically. You know. And, and some, some sports, it matters a little bit, which in basketball, it's so weird being a football coach. We trade two films, right? We don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if yep. you want to buy a ticket and, watch, and that's how that's buy how a ticket and watch. My dad, he was a basketball coach for a while. He's like, yeah, I, I, he's like, because some you know some concerns were raised. Well, what about just having our film up there? And he's like, my dad was like, people people call me and I just give it to them. You know, it, yeah. it didn't matter. You know, they could get it for, however they wanted. So and for football, like a, it, you trade two to three films, right. and in playoffs you trade three, and you know, and as a as a coach. We've gotten six films before. You can't do it. <laughs> I, we already spend 12, 15 hours in a weekend watching film. I can't do yeah. anymore. I, I can't sit there that long and do it. It's tough. And, you know, if you have more than two or three films, I mean, it takes to break down a film. It takes three, four hours mm -hmm. at least, you know, just to I can't tell you how many times I rewind a play. But um yeah, as far as as far as that goes, to me, that's not much of an issue, especially with football. If somebody wants to buy a ticket and watch it, or even if they were to screen record it, you know, we talked right. about the possibility of somebody screen recording it and watching it like film. But they're you're going to trade films anyways. They're going to get it. They're going to send a scout. And whatever. Especially now that every school essentially is live. You know. Yeah. Every school has film now. You know, it's it's not right. like an unequal playing field for one or the other now. The thing might be now you're going to make some money off your your film versus just a coach watching it right. for free off YouTube, whatever it oh, is, we, right? So there were there were nights where we didn't 
we didn't play somebody or we had a Saturday game or whatever, and we would buy a ticket and watch a mm-hmm. stream. Right. Yeah. Mostly just because I love sports and want to watch something. <laughs> yeah. You know? But that's, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of pros, a few cons, but a lot of pros to the, the ticketing system that I just think need explained versus. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. So the, the consumer doesn't understand um, as to, to why it costs money and, mm-hmm. You know, if you throw in all the cost, I mean, you have to have laptops to run these streams. It's not, right. it's not simply just having a a phone and an iPhone and Facebook and a Live. tripod. It's <laughs> yeah, it's it's as far as the the streaming goes, like the you know, I guess you say more professional streaming that we're doing. There's a lot of equipment involved. A lot, and uh, what's interesting is with the Boxcast platform. And I haven't delved into it too much because I just haven't had the time. But they actually have a software-based overlay system. So in theory, you could run an iPad, send it to BoxCast, their their servers, and then have someone here or whatever with a score overlay, with a sponsor overlay. And I think that's a possibility in the future that if you're going to cut back on these stream costs, if that's where it's going to go, you could do that. But I think having it on site is just so helpful and it, it looks more professional being able to queue up your ads, you know, it, w- with their platform, it's not going to necessarily be real time, you know, cause you're getting this latency through the internet and okay, now I have to add this in. So there's a lot there that it's like, ah, it's a good idea, but that's a lot of work. Cause you said real time. I had somebody tell me uh, they were listening to the radio and they're like, they're like 20 to 30 seconds ahead of you. And I go, it's, because we are, by the time we feed back through right. everything, there is a 20, 30 second delay in, but that's still pretty live. That's I mean, live it's, enough. What, Especially if you have your announcers and everything, what it's going to be synced out, up. What we're putting out live is, is live from us. It just has a slight delay by the time it gets through right. all the signaling through the internet. And it's the same thing with um, professional sports. I mean, right. even through TV networks, Mostly, I mean, for the most part, you'll see if, and I, it, it might be a little better now, but when I was younger, I'd go to like a game or something and I would pull up like the video on my phone or something and it'd be, it wouldn't, it'd be like 20 seconds behind right. a Patriots game, you know, or whatever. It could be anything. There's always going to be a little delay because light can travel so fast. Right. <laughs> Internet speeds can travel. so And so there's, there's always going to be 10 to 20 seconds. Um, but for the most, yeah, for the most part, it's, it's live. I mean, it's. We, uh, what a, what a season, man. Basketball season. There was one week where I broadcast (laughs) announced I had like 12 games in like eight days. Yeah. No, there was, uh, there was a day in February. I think we did nine between both nine games in a day or something outrageous like that. I think maybe it was less. It was, it was probably six or seven, but I know we had, it was a Saturday cause we had morning games. Yeah. We, and yeah, the, we yeah. alone. And plus what you guys had, but we had, there was one Saturday where I had Caldwell girls in the morning, Caldwell boys at night, Morgan girls at one mm-hmm. Fort Fry girls and Fort Fry boys. Wrestling. I, I had, and yeah, there was a the invi- Caldwell invitational. Yeah. 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 There was, Oh yeah. There were multiple. That, that was, that was the weekend we had to pull up ESPN two and, and stream Buckeye Trail to our Facebook page because 
we had four games going at, that night and we had i think two well three plus the yeah the caldwell invitational wrestling was still going yeah we had it was eight games it was eight games in a day we did it was just outrageous i mean but it works you know yeah. versus one you know if you do per school you've got your guy he can do one but i think it also takes a little bit of uh of worry out of the school's hands to have it in a professional company's hands too. Our our schools didn't have to do anything. Hands off. Completely. Yeah. Um, the three school, all they had to do was let me know when the games were and we showed up and did everything. Mm -hmm. So, and then, um, you know, for us, Morgan and all the schools did a great job. Morgan did their own ads and got them to us that, from their yeah. businesses. But then Caldwell and Fort Fry, we actually sold the ads for them. So, I mean, it was completely hands off for them. Yeah. And thank, I'm thankful Morgan did because I'm not as familiar with the Morgan County businesses as I am Caldwell and, and Beverly, you know, being from Beverly right. and, <laughs> and then living in Caldwell and having a couple businesses myself. So, um, but yeah, it was it, painless for them i mean they literally all we had we just mm -hmm. we just showed up and everything was done for them and and i would even go to argue pro ticket but i would argue it was more painless for your schools that were ticketed because they don't for for us and i don't know how you know you guys did yours but they don't pay us you know we get our sponsors and then we'll send them a check you know they're getting yeah. <laughs> you know they don't have to worry yeah. about hey you know send us that bill whenever yeah it's just show up do the game and, and you're good to go i think i think it'll all change next year i think all the schools will get on the same page i think you'll see the consistency school boards and administrators didn't know what to do no, it they was all, just all yeah and they all just had to make a decision and the decision you know some of them said hey you know what given the times whatever's going on the school the school's going to eat the cost and then other schools said you know hey there's a chance here to make a little bit of money yeah we're putting out a premium product it's not just facebook live and we're going to go ahead and charge and, and what's really interesting is you see some schools charge and then they didn't because yeah. people yeah. outcry and then some schools didn't charge and then they did and all of them well you and know, i will give fort fry and, and their community a lot of a lot of credit is um, you know, when we started the ticketing with, with Meadowbrook and Shenandoah, we had a, a lot of backlash. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I always like to like the people that don't like it, will will talk with their, their thumbs and their fingers on, on Facebook and the people that do will, will pay for it and, and provide you with money. And, you know, and so I liked, I, I like to think of it that way, which it was hard because it was a lot of people, but, but I think once we got that figured out and even with Fort Fry going from free to ticketed, I think their community was very res responsive to it. They were, they were very okay with it and, and very, very supportive, supportive. very yeah. supportive. And the basketball coaches, a lot of them have told me, um, thank you guys for, for having these games stream, you know, they're doing a great job, mm -hmm. this and that. I know most of them probably don't like to hear me on there. No. <laughs> yeah. I, is he, he, yeah, we, we have Tom hear, Strasser. So when you hear your good. voice, you're like, Oh man, I sound <sighs> awful. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I understand that. I just, uh, but the, the interesting thing is I, I've enjoyed doing it i really have yeah i know i'm probably one of the world's worst broadcasters <laughs> but at the same time i get up there and, and i have so much fun and uh for me 
I just, I just love the kids so much, you know, mm-hmm. and, and all the different schools. I got to do some Caldwell games. Um, I had a Caldwell crew and anytime they had somebody off, I would sub in a lot and cover their games. Um, you know, but, and then of course, Fort Fry, I mean, I, I coached most of the boys on the basketball team, like half of them play football, you know, and you coach them for three and four years and, you know, you just, Oh, you have such a bond with them. And, you know, I find myself in the box, you know, you're gripping your yeah. seat, you're, <laughs> come on, you know? And, yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think one other thing too is, is, you know, for, for some of the schools, we were able to do every game, you know? Yes. Fort Fry, Caldwell, Shenandoah, Meadowbrook. I, we did Morgan Girls. They had someone that did their boys stuff. Yeah, I think... I think one of their coaches was a little bit more technological savvy and he mm. got it out there for him. Right. But, but it's not only is it great right now with not being able to get to the game, but long term, 20, 30 years from now, you're going to have every game you ever played, you know, right. available for you to watch, to show your kids, to show, you know, it's always pretty much always unless the internet dies or unless certain platform, it's going to be there in one form or the other. And then even on top of that, um, you know, some schools have done DVDs. So at the end of the season or, or USB, since there's a lot of video now, it, it's not just a, what is it? I think like four gigabytes can fit on a DVD or something. Yeah. It's, you can put that on a USB and plug and play whenever you want. You can go back, watch that game you dunked in. You can go back, watch that game. You scored five, three pointer, you know, and you, and, and your kids don't have to think you're joking with them. You can say, look, this was me. I, you know, and back in the day, 40 yeah, pounds lighter. Yeah, yeah. So I think just even from the, the memory perspective, there's just so much there that, that's valuable to people. That Fort Fry game, Caleb at Tusky Valley. <laughs> I was so not expecting it. The one, uh, young man from Tusky Valley broke away with a steal and he went down the court and I'm just thinking lay up, lay up, lay up. And all of a sudden he elevated and just <laughs> bam, slammed it down. And I looked at my brother who was broadcasting with me. I'm like, where the heck did that come from? <laughs> yeah, no, they Highland, uh, Malvern at Highland, they had a kid that put one down. I mean, it was, it was nasty, but that's another thing we're starting to learn about the BoxCast platform is um, you can actually have someone, for example, if they were sitting here with three monitors or so, there's three games going on, they can be watching them. And then if someone does a great a dunk or, hey, they scored like this crazy three or is the end of the, you can now go in and make highlights of these plays, kind of like oh, a Twitch cool. clip, very similar. I mean, it's the same idea as, oh, if I'm on Twitch, clip it, someone clip it. And I don't think anyone can clip it, which would be nice because then you could almost um, you know, outsource it to the fans. Right. But, uh, for the most part, yeah, if something happens, you can hit clip, you can name the highlight and it, it, you can say, go, you know, from here to the last 10 seconds, from here to the last 30 seconds, minute, clip it, and then you can name it. And then, um, in the, in the actual like software, like our website, when you see the game and then you see the, the list of games on the side, uh, for, for certain schools, there'll also be another, um, list there with highlights from that game. So if you click on this game, uh, then you don't have to sit there and watch the whole game. If you were looking for something in particular, you can just uh, scroll through here. Um, Ashley Wheeler, thousandth point. There it is. Yeah, that's so, cool. So it's it's there, uh, but we're still, you know, that's another person that you now have to have sit around. I know do we something. have to get all of. We still need to get all of our film for the whole year to you, <laughs> so we can get the, the yeah, yep. thumb drives made and stuff. And we definitely have 
parents and kids requesting it and I really want to get it done for them, but it's, I, we're, <laughs> when we're covering so many games, I, yeah. I can't get the time to, well, and just downloading all that, all yeah. that video is, is time consuming and to download here. You know, our internet's okay. It's, it's decent. We can stream and do stuff here, but we'll go to download a eight, eight, not eight, like four gigabyte game and it'll fail like halfway through. It'll say network error. And it's usually not the network. It's something with the Chrome browser I was looking at. It's like, once you get over a certain limit, it, it can just fail randomly. I'm like, well, that's great. You know, but, <laughs> but yeah, we've had, I mean, we've got all the Shenandoah football games out, but we're still working on volleyball because we did... 20 10 15 games for volleyball and it's a lot of games and it's the same length you know so and it's jv and varsity so you've got three hours of video per game and you're trying to download all this and then have the five games ready for today you know whatever it is and so it's just a lot of a lot of uh, storage needed for that so and here i thought it's so funny. Like last week, I was like, "Man, it's starting to wind down. We're getting to tournaments." And then I had three <laughs> games last week. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. And I've got a. I had a second to breathe. Now that we've got we've got our our sole survivor on our end, Meadowbrook, and then you guys have Fort Fry, Fry. So, so it's been a little easier. You're still trying. Now we're starting to grab sponsors for games and stuff still. So that's been fun. But uh, yeah, now I took a second to breathe and I looked. We did between both of us we did an average of two games a day for the month of february february 8th to march whatever 8th i think is today i went look we did 60 streams and that's actually that's february that's 28 days so a little less wow. but yeah 60 games wow. in a month between both of us so two a day on average and we didn't even do one every day right so excluding sundays you could you could probably even almost go to three right yeah yeah took those out and so just the amount of games done and and to be able to provide that to people is you know i i think that's really once we get i really want after the season to go through and start analyzing you know look at okay so what was good what was bad it, there's just been no time to do that yet you know to see and that's even for example, with those the ticket list I gave you, I had three seconds to think in my head, now why was the Warren game big? And I was like, oh yeah, Warren also. And I'm guessing that's probably one of the reasons. It's a huge rivalry down there too. That it's, too. And Warren, right. Warren's had four fries number the last several years, but it's just a huge, you know, inter-county rivalry between two great programs. Yeah. I mean, they traditionally go down to the and now, wire warren's d2 so they're they're bigger yes and did four fry win that this year i, I no, didn't get to check Warren, it yeah. four fries two losses oh man Warren, both of them oh, and see that's meadowbrook they uh they they beat cambridge three times this year and that's the, my dad does all the stats for meadowbrook so he's got all these numbers but that that puts them at 12 12 in a row against cambridge and the last time they lost to him i was on the team <laughs> so if that says anything, but no, that was in like tournaments in 2016. But yeah, they uh, uh, since Scooter has got there and started coaching, he has not lost to Cambridge yet. Wow. And that's that, that's just crazy to think about so, to me. And Warren plays. They play them. Yeah. This next game. Yeah. That's what I, th okay, mm -hmm. I thought I, I, thought in the regional. I saw. Yeah. That's awesome. So it all kind of. When these local teams, you know, make it deep into the playoffs and mm -hmm. play each other in a district championship or a regional oh, championship. That Meadowbrook Cambridge game is big. I mean, we had, you know, even restaurants, like for the most part, football season, I would pitch it to some, like, you guys want to show the game. And it, it it's not only, um, a, it's not only just 
hey, stream the game. It's a community thing, too, mm-hmm. um, especially with Meadowbrook, with them being ticketed. And I know we're, all, we're always going back to the ticketing. But with them being ticketed, the 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 restaurants wanted to stream the game. <clears throat> right, and, buy one ticket and stream right, it. Right, and and that brings communities together. It's not just, well, it's... And, it's a weird perspective. It's not. Re- There's no right or wrong, like we've been talking about. But, well, instead of just sitting here at home watching it for free, now I've got an incentive to go to these restaurants to go see. And I guess we're in a pandemic, so whatever. But just stay social distance. And right. Right. Stay away from people. And and, and that's what like B Dubs. They we they stream the Jonglin game, and I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Just here it is. You know, I'll throw you up a feed. You can throw it in there. They they said that was. They had a line out the door to get in to come in and, and watch the Meadowbrook Jonglin game, and they they it was in like an hour wait to get in and uh, and now granted half the tables you know and all that but they they said that's the busiest we were since you know COVID started and, and it was just for a high, it was just for a local game. game local community game and, and the same thing with even these tournament games now you know last Meadowbrook Cambridge we had. DTA showing it, Steak and Ale, um, Wagon Wheel in, in Buffalo for the more out there Meadowbrook people. And so just going and seeing, you know, people coming together to, to watch these games that otherwise you're either sitting in your house watching it and you can still do that. But other than that, your only other option to be around people to watch these games was at the game. And now right. now you've got these options to go and, and watch these games um, with with friends, with family, if, if they couldn't go to the game or if either of you couldn't go to the game for certain reasons, now you can do that. You can go out and you can grab some food. You know, you can have a good time while you watch the game, too. Yeah, we may have to. So what we did at Wings, Apex brought a couple computers up yeah. and set them up at Wings, um, which was nice. You know, they just took a couple of their extra gaming setups and took a couple computers away and did that. But... Um, Oh, the one thing that concerns me, like on a Friday night, I only have 15, 16 tables. Yeah. If I get people in there for three hours in a row <laughs> watching a game. Yeah. And that was uh, that was part of the reason B-Dubs didn't show the last one because Meadowbrook, Cambridge, you're literally in the middle of both schools and, you know, you're not, you're not, it, 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 it was, they wanted to, but the higher ups were like, eh, maybe not, maybe not this one. And yeah. so they, I think it's just going to take some planning, especially in a, in a normal year. On a normal, if I had my full capacity, every single one of them, right. I'd love to have them on. It's just that, you know, I, it's, it's one of those things as a business owner, sometimes you really struggle with wanting to provide a service that has a lot of value to the community. As far, I mean, it's on the business side, like, you know, but then at the same time, you're, you're like, I got to also protect my customers that want to just come in and eat, you know, and if you're there and you have these people, you know, you're providing an awesome service, hey, watch the game. But those people, you know, they're there for two or three hours, you know, which generally, like I said, you don't mind, but on a busy night where you're yeah. already busy well, and, and you got to you got to keep your, your your waiters and waitresses. You know, they got to right. keep getting their tips and everything, and you want to keep them happy. You know, instead of just they've been sitting there. You know, you don't mind, and but with limited tables, yeah, it, I could see the, where the, that would be a concern. Because if when you if you have your full capacity, and we have you know twenty eight tables, not everybody's going to be a lot of people are going to be right. coming and going or watch a half and leave. Whatever, you're fine. Mm-hmm. It's it's the issue of. You know, hey, I only got 15 tables open right now. And I'd have to count again. I think it was 
14, 15 or 16, because due to COVID, we moved. What we did was we made some tables bigger to mm. keep them six feet apart. We moved tables together and shut other tables down. Yeah. So we actually ended up with less. And then obviously on a bigger table, even if a small party's taking it, you can't sit somebody else with them. Yeah, right. So um, it just crazy times it's just crazy times yeah and i think we're getting we're getting a, a little bit over it i think hopefully. we're getting we're getting close hopefully uh, you know <laughs> right we finally oh don't get me on the bandwagon here politics <laughs> we finally got the vaccine at local pharmacies did you we got the vaccine last week and um our my wife Kristen, is so funny i she's a heart of gold she's amazing she's an incredible pharmacist um, but the day we, she works so hard to get the vaccine and the day we got it, she's like, this is like better than Christmas day. I'm actually going to be able to help people in our community. Yeah. And that's exactly what she said. And when, when did you guys get them? We got it last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. And so, we're already yeah. out of the first 100 we got. Cool. Man. So and we, yeah, they're probably, they're limited. I'm, I'm we're yeah. hoping to get more. So I have to, I actually haven't talked to her to see if we got, um, if we got more scheduled, if they're going to do another drop to us this week on when, Tuesday or Wednesday or, or what. Um, but it, it feels good to be able to help mm. your local community with that. Yeah. And you know? so if people are wanting to come get the vaccine, what do they need to do with you guys? So it's it, right now you have to follow the Ohio Department of Health, you know, the guidelines of uh, I believe right now it's still 60 and over or if you meet a certain health condition, or if you have a certain occupation, um, you know, working in the schools. And that's not just a teacher, anybody working in the schools, any any staff, any, you know, um, any position working in the school, um, obviously healthcare. Um, so there's, you know, there's several different things that qualify people to get it. And you just have to go look at those guidelines and or call, you mm -hmm. know, and and we can do that, you know, help people figure that out. But um, a lot of local pharmacies have them, you know, um, now they're starting to get them. But that's one thing you talk about politics. You know, we were on calls with the governor. We were on calls with our congressman, you know, everything. Why was this not made available? The flu vaccine shingle shots pneumonia all all of these vaccines come through the pharmacy channel and we give them doctor you know doctor's offices you can get these the health departments you know these go through so many channels why did the covid vaccine only go to certain pharmacies it went to the chain yeah. pharmacies first and it really was frustrating to us into independent pharmacies where we're saying we have the capability and the, the distribution channels are there. They were already, they're already in place. We get, we get deliveries every day. Mm. Why did they not go to these drug wholesalers and come through the distribution chains to us immediately so we could start vaccinating people and helping the health department? And, you know, the Noble County Health Department, shout out to them. They have done a phenomenal job. I've heard nothing but praise for what they've done. Um, I know some other, you know, other health departments I've heard have struggled a little bit, bigger areas, bigger communities, and I know they're all working so hard. But, um, but to be able to supplement what they're doing, you know, they're giving hundreds of shots, you know. But for us to be able to supplement, you know, we have two pharmacies in Caldwell, and both of us got vaccine last week. So there's 200 more vaccines that are out there. Mm -hmm which is great, right? you know, helping people get vaccinated. And that's what it's about. It's about getting people safe. 
so we can get out of this and, and the businesses that are struggling can get can back start to getting normalcy. People, yeah. You know, I know at Apex, we've been not really hosting a lot of events, you know, downscaling, not really advertising. Just don't want to advertise people coming out and playing games right now. Right. You know, we're just trying to be as responsible as we can. And it's just frustrating. You know, you, I'm ready to be out of, I'm ready to be, you know, doing what we love to do. And we're just not able to do that. Yeah, no. And, and I think that is the good thing is, is the, the vaccines here. We're starting to get it, you know, yeah. we're starting to get it in, in our areas and all that. Um, but yeah, I can't, oh, I, I am so excited for the day where we're all just walking around. I can see everyone's smiles. I'm like, hey, I'd, and oh, just, I can't wait. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's going to be, I think, a big, big party for, for in a sense, for, <clears throat> Uh, and it might not be just X day. It might be, you know, a little bit over time every now. But I think once everything's almost back to normal or is back to a normal state, I think you're going to see an an overflow of what you would normally even expect for, you know, restaurants, for I, concert venues, all these places that have just been waiting. Right. So as a, a restaurant owner, I cannot thank the community enough for their support. Hands down, I, you can almost get teary-eyed talking about how much support we have seen and how much of an effort people are making. Um, when we got the full shutdown and people had to go just curbside Online orders, only, yep. I, I never would have dreamed we would have done the sales that we did. Really? The, and that is 100% just sheer effort by the community to go support their businesses mm -hmm. period it's not as good I, to go is to go i love to go yeah. it's convenient i get it myself but i'm also the first person to tell you at the same time it's a restaurant's worst fear yeah. because it is not as good it's not going to be as good the fries aren't going to be as good the you know what i mean it's not it's as good not as, as sitting down necessarily and getting fresh, it. right? I mean, no, it's yeah. not. There's no way. And there's, you know, we try, everybody tries to do the best they can. They try to do, you know, it's, but by the time it's made, it's fresh right there. You walk it out to the table. Oh yeah. That's the best you're going to get. It's presented. But, it's yeah. yeah it's, when you, when you make it and you put it into a container and, you know, we try to have, we test our containers, you know, you try to have them where they let the steam out, you yeah. know, they do different things, but keep it warm. You know, so there's, where do you find that happy medium? Because the steamier it gets, the soggier the food gets. Yeah. But if you don't keep the warmth in, then the food gets cold. So pick your poison. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a tough issue to solve. And But still, so, you know, by the time people pick it up, by the time they get it home, by the time they eat it, you know, it's always 15 minutes. You right. know, it, even if you live right there, you know, it could be decently fresh, but it's still not kitchen to table, yeah. you know? and. But still, for people to make the effort the way they did is just incredible. Businesses placing orders to go. It was the outpouring of support. And then that is why you look and you say, holy cow, local communities are just can be incredible places to be. Right. And look at, the, you know, even like Caldwell now. I mean, that square is starting to grow a yes. lot. You're getting a lot of new businesses in downtown Caldwell. Yes. And it's I think I think you're going to see. Um, you know, obviously like Walmart and Amazon, they were all open the entire time, but mm -hmm. I think you're going to see a lot more support of local business after the fact, just because people are like, wow, like, you know, 
yeah, this was tough. And even with the restaurants, you know, doing all this to go stuff, it's like, we probably were undervaluing our local companies and local for what they do, you know, and I think people, you know, they had a lot of time to sit around and, and do nothing. They started to realize, okay, actually I did enjoy that a lot more than How I thought I did. How many little league baseball teams does Amazon sponsor? Yeah. Right. You know, and I can tell you how many we do. It's a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, and, you know, just, I mean, just the other day, I mean, I just, you know, you get the calls, the yearbook sponsor, the um, the banners at the baseball fields, softball fields, both, you know, of course, we're down in Noble County, called one mm-hmm. and, oh, you know, we do them all. We love to do them. And then you do the peewee, you know, you do all those different things. And, you know, and I'm not... I buy stuff off of oh, Amazon yeah. stuff, so I'm not saying I don't. <laughs> right. I, I do. And, it's almost impossible not but to. But I do make an incredible effort, you know, to buy local mm-hmm. and um, support as many local businesses as I can. And, you know, a lot of times I'll get something off of one and then I'll turn around and get something off another. You know, yeah. I just go back and forth and I, I support as much as I can. And But it still, though, I mean, through the whole thing, it, it's just been absolutely overwhelming the amount of support that people have given and you wouldn't be here without them. Right. And then the other thing I talk about, the employees. Oh. It, I the have, unsung, well, not the, some were heroes, but a lot of them were not recognized as, like, yeah. man, like, what did they have to go through for X? Or, you know, what they have to go through just to be able to be there, you know? Well, and it, just it's uncertain times. You have the customers that are uncertain about what to do or what's okay you got customers that are or, you know employees that are uncertain um but they you know they all work they're all awesome i have between all the different things i do about 100 anywhere from usually from 105 to 110 115 employees through all the different businesses and um that's why i have gray hair and, and I have two kids so um anyways the uh they just they really did an incredible job you know and pretty uh, pretty lucky that way. So, do you want to mention at all about how baseball season's going to go? <sighs> Honestly, I I'm still brainstorming some of baseball season. Um, yeah, I so my idea at this point is two cameras. Um, you know, I'm thinking center field. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking and, and it's going to, we'll see. We'll really, it's really going to, a lot of it around here is going to depend access to internet, um, you know, at the fields. I, I think it's going to take a little bit of infrastructure as far as getting some sort of, you know, um, wireless access point from either the top of the school down to wherever we're streaming or some sort of ethernet, you know. You might talk to road networking. That's probably where I'm gonna have to go. They're out of Bysville, right? I don't, they are awesome. I don't know them, know them, but I, I need to have probably to give, get with them. Charlie, have to give them a shout out. They helped us out with the Caldwell football. Did they? And the internet was awesome. Good. Yeah, so. I, that's that's the one big thing I'm, I'm very on the fence about is yeah some of these, school, I, you know, the, the, the schools, and some of, some of the schools have even said, you know, we don't know if we're even going to do spring sports. I'm like, well, I mean, we'll try, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do uh, reasonably. But as far as the setup, I think we're going to do center field, have our what we would call our scoreboard camera is now going to be a zoomed in close up of pitcher and, and hitter. You know, okay. so that basically that's going to be what you're looking at, uh, you know, during pitches, during hits, all that. And then. 
I'm thinking announcer one or maybe color announcer and then main announcer doesn't have to really do as much but main or second announcer is going to have a button or a foot switch like this where I can just hit it with my foot um, where it'll then as soon as the ball's hit as soon as whatever happens if someone's stealing a base you've got your camera operator that is basically following the action um, outside of your main zoomed in camera um, and they're going to be able to cut to that you know after a hit after a big play and that takes all the way with the way we did it our we, our producer was our camera operator so it's not going to be able to that's not feasible for this uh because it's not just up and down a quarter up and down a field it's where's the ball is it yeah so i'm thinking our camera operator is going to have their own thing and then we're going to have our main stationary camera I don't want to call it main because I don't want people to think, well, it's just going to be zoomed in on the pitcher and the hitter the whole time. But right. when when the ball is, you know, that's majority of your action is that. Um, but then they'll basically be a little more wide or zoomed in if it's like a steal or something and they can get to it in time. But they're basically just going to be following the action. If it's hit to the outfield, okay, you know it's going to left field, just go to the left fielder, make sure you get him catching the ball or her catching the ball if it's softball. Um and then another thing I've, I've, I've kind of got with with the, uh, you know, the, the secondary cameras we're doing for, for even basketball right now with the sideline cameras and all that, we can run a wireless camera, but that's an extra person. Mm -hmm. That's extra equipment. Uh, actually, this little bag there, I don't know, that bag there is our second or our sideline camera bag. So everything you would need for a second camera fits in that bag, uh, you know, and on top of X setup, if you bring that, you can do a second camera. So instead of thinking, well, we need to have this in the bag and is this in this bag or this bag, I try to keep them separate to where, okay, that one, I know if I bring that, I can do a second camera. If I don't, it's just a normal stream. I don't have to think, oh, did I forget something in this bag that I need for my stream? But um, I'm trying to sell the schools on highlights uh, too, because we've done highlights for football, we've done highlights for basketball. But if we're doing your highlights, we're going to have someone filming all the action anyway, you know, and then that gives us a second angle we can use for the streams. And so the incentive there is instead of X, you're going to pay $100 less a game because now we can use this guy for highlights and live stream. We don't have right. to just come and do highlights or just come and do live. We can get both. We're making money off both and it's it's like a bundle you know you can you can save some money here if you were going to do this or and add on a small service for us right add on a nice service for a smaller fee then exactly yeah and yeah. so that's kind of the idea right now um and then that's just internet that's the one thing you know i'm gonna probably have to talk with those guys about is is how we get an internet there um you know some of the schools i, I know we can do it other schools i'm like well that's half a mile away from the school so yeah <laughs> yeah so that's yeah. kind of the idea for baseball softball right now track track's gonna be interesting i'm actually super excited for it um i think track could actually have some good i think action. there's potential yeah. yeah i mean i i love watching summer olympics you right. know and so i start thinking track and field and you know watching the sprints and um, you know even the field events, the shot put, you know, I, I think that there's definitely some potential there. Yeah. I just think it's a Rubik's cube to solve. And right. And it's, I think 
we ran into that a little bit with with wrestling even this year was we did what do you what do you put your attention on you know wrestling. there's five things going on do you go to pole vault? do you go to high jump do you go to shot put that's over there in the field that you can't see you know and let so. me explain real quick i know we probably need to end at some point here but let me explain real quick mm -hmm. To the viewers, the problems with wrestling, because we had some concerns in one of the <laughs> yeah. invitationals I did. And so one of the big problems is we can we can bring four cameras. It's not a problem. Right. We we can stream to four different platforms. We can stream to four different channels. Mm. The issue is there's no way to convey once we're there, we would have to have the planning would have to just be absolutely immense you would have to have walkie-talkies with everyone well you know? more than that but right. the big problem is there's no way to convey to the viewer where the particular person is going to be mm -hmm. so we would in order to do it we would have to stream the entire event and then cut them all in right so it wouldn't be live yeah it would be way tape delayed and then another issue is, so if we did just say, hey, we're going live, we're going live on four different channels, they have four different mats for wrestling, we're putting a camera on each one, and each one's going to be live the whole time, you don't know which channel to watch because you don't know where your team or kids, they just move around. Yeah. They just, you know, one one Mac could have a Fort Fry Shenandoah wrestler, and then the other Mac could have, you know, Woodsfield Bellsville, and then you turn around and that mat now has Meadowbrook Cambridge yeah. and this mat has Caldwell somebody else right. and, and then the Fort Fry's on this mat you would have no idea where to be and so I, it was funny I had some complaints people were saying you know you didn't come prepared and I said actually we gave it an incredibly great deal of thought there's just no way to solve it so the yeah. way we solved it was to have multiple cameras and we have what's called a black magic switcher and all we do is it's like your foot switch. Mm -hmm. We just hit the button back and f back and forth and we try to cut to as much action as we could. So, you know, in between this mat's match, we would switch to mat A. And then, you know, we would after, you know, we would get that match a little bit. If nothing was going on, we'd switch back over here. And then, you know, they would all of a sudden get, you know, get an action or takedown. We'd switch back, you know, and we were just doing the best we could of, you know, well, and then you get into <clears throat> announcers. Well, thankfully, <laughs> Fort Fry actually did a really good job with the Invitational that we did there. And Caldwell did. They both did. But they had a projector. Oh, uh, okay. And so for Caldwell, we actually didn't announce. They they said just, just put it out. Yeah, just have and it. They, yeah, they said just put it out and and people can just watch. And But theirs was free. And yeah. they didn't. They just said don't worry about it. Just put it out there. People can watch as they want. And, but for Fort Fry, they had a projector, and we were able to follow as they would put them up on mats. Assign oh, okay. Them. They were throwing That's them up. That's good. That's so cool. we were able to see, which was really nice, because then we could go back and say, you know, Steve and Jeremy on this mat, and, who, you know, whoever, you know, from whatever school. And so it was pretty cool. It went, I mean, I thought it went really, really well. Obviously, though, we weren't able to get all the different matches. Yeah. And I think a solution to that for, for, you know, when you have time to really think about it is, um, so like, for example, for football, especially with box cast, because you can do, it's so versatile, um, for football. And I don't think people utilize it as much as they could have, which is okay. Cause they're just watching their schools. Uh, but we had a red zone channel. So you could go and watch 
if we had five games going on, you could go and watch all five on the same web page. Um, but now the problem I ran into with that is people would message me, I'm hearing Buckeye Trail audio on my Meadowbrook game. And it's not because there's, it's just, you got to scroll down and pause it. But, it, it, you know, it's just like little things that, are you like this is a really cool idea but then you really got to work out the kinks for the consumer side of well how do we make sure it's not too hard to use or not it, it has to be very user friendly basically right. um but yeah you could in theory have four different source um embed codes you know kind of like we have for the the teams you have your team embed code where you put it in and then that's why you can see fort fry on the fort fry page that's why you can see metabrook on the metabrook page but in theory you could do you can do sources as well and that's how we got around um for for example for metabrook that's how we got around the season pass versus single ticket um item so if you go to kgp.tv slash colts you're gonna see purchase season pass and then right above that before you scroll down to that there's a do you want an individual ticket click here well if you click that it takes you to a kgp.tv slash something i forget what it is but basically it's just a landing page for the source not the team where then you're only paying for the individual ticket because it's not it's not a channel pass it's a source and so it there's a lot of different ways you can do it to where it, it's also you know you can do the season passes or you could do four different camera angles and th even if you did it with ipads if you think about for for that it could be as easy as setting one ipad on a mat and then one ipad and just making sure you hit those correct sources and it could uh, get it. and they could all be streamed to fort fry invitational page and and uh, the first box might be mat one, mat two, and then just have four boxes kind of. And, and the problem with that is how do you, it, when you start doing all this, it looks really good on desktop. But <laughs> if you start pulling it up on iOS and Safari on Google, it, it would take months to make it look perfect on every device. It's all there. You know, you could find it, but to make it, viewer friendly outside of just the desktop version especially if you're trying to get it onto a tv or something there's a lot lot more work that could go into that but just to be able to get it up and say hey we've got four you know four mats going it's definitely possible um but you know that was something i learned literally basketball season was like oh we could do source codes we can do team codes we can do you can do all kinds of different types of embeds with, with BoxCast. It's not just a team. For You can do all like, for example, our sponsors. Um, we have sponsors that, you know, they pay to be on, on the streams for Meadowbrook. Well, I don't want my sponsors paying $9 a game, or I don't want my sponsors paying $100 for a season pass when they pay us money to, to be on the stream anyway. So what we did was we set up a sponsor channel. Now you can't make it free. That's the only problem is you can't say, because if it's free, then anyone could just get on there, share that. But we can, the smallest amount you can charge for a channel pass is $4. So for four bucks, you can watch every game, you know, as a sponsor. And you, all you have to do is know the link. You know, we send that in an email and we say, if you share it, we can see who you should, you know, cause people are signing up for it. Um, you know, know the link. And then there's also a password, it's password protected. So not only do you have to know the link to get there, you have to buy it, 
and you also have to have the email with the access to that password to get into the pass. So it's very protected. Whereas we ran into with, with football. <laughs> yeah. We ran, we ran into, well, our sponsors, we'll throw it up on YouTube so they can get it. Problem with that, it's one link and it's the same link for everything. So you could, we would have our spon our sponsors YouTube page would have 200 people watching it yeah. and they'd have five sponsors. I'm like, that eh, doesn't seem accurate, but we we're, we're learning the ways around it very quickly too, which is impressive. Yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of forces adaptation. Right. Right. And it's, I think it's, it's good to be adaptable. Um, and you know, I, I, Obviously, any business needs to be able to pivot and move and, and, and figure out problems. But I think I think that's something we've been very good at, especially since we're not huge and we're not we don't have a lot of red tape. It's basically just me and a bunch of independent contractors figuring it out. Right. So it's like I can do this and I don't have to go through here. I don't have to sign the. Yeah, you know, it's we can figure it out. And then if you need us live, great. If you don't, we can do high. So there's a lot of different avenues where we're like we're, we're pretty flowy as far as being able to adapt and change with what's needed at the time. So. Gotcha. Yeah. That was good. Has a lot of information. I think that was a really, really good uh, discussion, especially with trying to clarify a little bit of the ticket sales to people. Yeah. It's one of those things where, I mean, there's just so much confusion. Yeah. It's just a scramble to get it done. And, and it's hard to explain it. it you know, if we were going to make like a little video explainer, it's hard to get that information out in a two minute video or in. Yeah. So that's why net technically, I mean, obviously for this purpose, that's why I like doing this podcast is you can sit, you can choose to listen to as long as you want, but we are going to either explain something. You're going to get to know someone over a length of time. That isn't a, you know, a talk of the town where it's 10 minute, 15 minute, or isn't a, Hey, we did a quick commercial for X. Here's what you got. Here's learn all about them in, in a minute. You know, it's, this yeah. is a really good platform for people to be able to elaborate on stuff. Um, you know, get, get to really bond with other business owners too. I mean, like I was saying before, we've had, you know, people come in and say, Oh yeah, I started using these guys because they, you know, I saw them on your podcast and they seem like really cool guys. We use them now, you know? And so I think it's, it's a really good platform for that is if, if people are wanting to understand more, they now have access to do that. It's it definitely, it's a great discussion platform. Yeah. It really is. And you're seeing a lot more podcasts pop up. And I think out of boredom, just from <laughs> sitting around, people are like, I could do a pod. And it, you can, you know, I think, I think it's becoming, it's been around a while, but I think you're seeing a lot more people um, either taking time to listen to them because they're sitting at home or you're know, taking time to, okay, what do I need Google and how do I start a podcast and, and all this stuff. And I think that's really good. I think it's great that people are starting to, you know, develop less of a quick reactionary, um, you know, Facebook comment kind of mentality and starting to think more of let's talk through discussion. Let's explain things. Let's, let's hear people out. And I think that's a really, that's why I kind of started. This was, uh, for it was literally from, you know, football season, all the flack, all the, oh, this and this, you're awful at this, you're, you suck. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm a person, I, I'm just trying to figure it out. And I, I do a lot behind the camera. And so to be in front of it and explain things, talk through things, get to know people, 
that's what I'm hoping people will start watching and saying, okay, that makes sense. Or, okay, he's a human. He, he makes mistakes, you know, or whatever it is. And so, oh, man, <sighs> if I could redo some of the, <laughs> some of the stuff I wouldn't have, <laughs> wouldn't have done Twitch and YouTube. That's for sure. I had uh, contacted you before football season. Started. Yeah. Well, football season was started by the time we knew we were, I mean, it was two weeks. I didn't even know. Right? Yeah. It was, we were a couple weeks in and then I saw you guys were doing, um, some other, you know, mm-hmm. schools North of us and Shenandoah and, you know, and some of these others. And I was like, Oh, need to talk to him. Yeah. We need to, we need to get together and figure this out. And you I know. think we're, we're starting to get there. We are. Yeah. I think that's Definitely. really good. I think the next step is meet with the schools, try to get them on board and, and see, you know, what's the next best step for everybody. You know, so. I think that is an absolute must for next year. Yeah. It has to be the same. Mm-hmm. Has to be the same. Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean. What was that? An hour and a half, almost something like that. Maybe a little more. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I told you I could talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and I love to talk, and I love talking to people. And so, thank you for coming on. I mean, I appreciate you taking your time out of your day, and 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 I'm I'm sure the kids were excited that mom picked them up instead of dad. I don't know, but <laughs> she's called twice, so they're probably driving her crazy at work. <laughs> that's okay. But uh, no, seriously, thank you for coming on, and. Uh, We'll probably do it again at some point, I'm sure. I'd be glad to come up, Caleb. Thanks so much for having me. All righty. Anywhere, uh, anything you want to let people know about any of the businesses, anything you got? I mean, we talked a lot about it, but uh, if you have any final words. Not really. Just All right. Thanks so much for having me. It was a great discussion. Yeah. No, thank you. And if you're still here, thank you for watching. You're one of the loyal ones. The other ones, <laughs> we'll let them go. No, but a lot of this gets cut up into clips, so people get to see different clips and everything. But yeah, if you watch this and you enjoyed it and you, you, you listen through the whole thing, make sure you're sharing it. That helps us out. Uh, make sure Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, you can get all the information out there. Um, and just share those links. Hit follow if you're on Spotify. Leave a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave a like if you're on YouTube. Subscribe if you want to. I could go on all day about everything you could do. But But uh, thank you, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Now, please get out of here.